kind of like our little in-between episode where basically we just call each other up and develop some film and talk about it with you guys. So, I'm Vanya. Hello. That's me. And supposedly Eric's on the other side. It's true. I'm here. Hello. Yay! Hello. (laughs) Hope you all are enjoying your break. We are on a break right now, except for the dev parties. So we're here for those. Uh, Vanya, what are you developing this time around? Well, I actually got gifted some Ilford Delta 400 in 220. I don't know how expired it is, but I decided to shoot it at eh, 200. I'm going to develop it at 400 still in Rodinol. And it's looking like on my massive dev chart, it's going to be 1 plus 25 for 9 minutes. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting. It's very exciting. So your 220 was underwater or in the water? I used it in the Pentax 645. Okay, cool. We will get more on into that in a bit. Oh, definitely. I have have a story. (laughs) Oh, oh, good. Uh, I'm (laughs) developing the new Kentmere 400 in 120. Oh, God. You're, You're saying new, too. I, it it is new in one twenty, yes. Okay. So I'm I'm very excited about it. I'm like ninety five percent sure it is ultrafine four hundred, which is one of the top two or three emulsions in our pantheon of emulsions. So I'm very excited. I did shoot it at sixteen hundred, so it means I'll be developing it in HC one ten for. Uh, it's not that long, 12 minutes. And I'm going to get into some other developers and all of that as well. But first, let me start developing so Vanya can start developing three minutes later. All right, I am going to pour in the chemicals. I have my HC110B premixed uh, because, I don't know, it's easier, I guess. I'm going to do a 30. 30 second agitation. And uh, it's all very, very exciting. It is. It quite, is. Quite exciting. Well, I'm, I'm excited because if it is actually ultra fine, 400, we've been hoping for that to come back in stock for two years now, maybe? Yes. And having it actually back in stock, or at least effectively back in stock, uh, is great. I love pushing. Ultrafine. I love developing Ultrafine shot normally. I usually develop that in PMK. You don't. You can't really push with PMK, so I'm not using that for this. But I'm. I'm very excited. Very very excited. Yeah. As you should be. Oh, thank you. So, uh, where did you shoot yours? Well, so there's actually been a little bit of swell in the water. That is a good thing. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And I do have this trip coming up where I will be in the water a lot shooting. So I definitely need some practice in getting out there swimming in just bigger, bigger water. Okay. <laughs> if you know what I mean. 
So, yeah, I just, I've been kind of um, lagging on, on getting out in the water. I, I went and did it. It was beautiful. I just, I love, I love when it's like really high tide and it's really big and scary because I'm just swimming and I can just swim under the waves and it's just peaceful down there. I, I adore it. I love it so much. Oh, nice. Um, so yeah, it was, it was really great. Uh, except that I had a little bit of technical issues with my camera and I also kind of was, <laughs> to be honest, a little grumpy <laughs> and oh, got well. mad at someone in the parking lot. <laughs> oh no. There was this guy that was like parked in two spots down there and there was no other spots left. So I was just like, hey, uh, guy, like, can you do me a favor and like move your car so I can park in the spot next to you? And he's like, no, I'm saving it. And I'm like, what the heck? You can't do that. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and he was just being weird. I was like, I just literally just want to surf like for an hour. Like, just move your stupid car so I can park. But he was like, there's a there's a big uh, trailer coming down. He has to unload stuff. And I was like, well, if they just have to unload stuff, they don't have to park here. And he's like, well, you know, you could take it with the city. I was like, I can take it with the city. Do you have a permit? <laughs> 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 like, I was just like really adamant. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I'm not giving up. And I told him too. I was like, it's not the day. Like today's not the day. So Okay. Um, he ended up moving for me and letting me park there. So that was nice. Wow. You must've been pretty intimidating then. I was really, yeah, I was really nice to him and he moved for me. Wow. So, <laughs> so yeah, got in the water, kind of scrambled to get into the water. Cause I just wanted to like get this roll shot and there wasn't that many people out and I was just like, it, it was still pretty like calm. The wind was nice. I didn't want to get too... Um, I didn't want it to get too late. Yeah. So got my camera in, loaded the film, set it to like 200, uh, set my like aperture, like kind of, you know, at like 5.6 or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, it was overcast, but I was still like getting like, you know, pretty decent speeds with like five and six. So I was like, okay, this is cool. So I get in the water and it's a swim, you know, it's, it's a little more power. So, you know, you got to like swim out and I definitely felt it in my legs. And then I go to push my push down, like, you know, for my first shot and I don't hear it. Cause usually I can even like feel it's, it's an electronic, like sh shutter. It just advances to the next uh, shot, okay. which is really great and helpful mm -hmm. <laughs> in this situation. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> so I'm like looking at it and I'm like, okay, it didn't shoot it. And then all of a sudden it was like, click. And I was like, uh, what the heck? So I look at my settings and I'm like, okay, well, I'll just go full manual and set it up like a little different. So I set it at like 250 F8, something weird. I don't know, just something like easy. I knew that was gonna be, that was gonna work basically. And <laughs> I do it again and it doesn't click. And then I realized, oh my God, like it's on fucking self timer. <laughs> oh no, you're trying to get them, uh, them old selfies, aren't you? Oh my God. So I forgot that the last time I was shooting with that, I was, um, down, uh, 
watching the sun, actually watching pla- uh, planes kind of like land. And I was okay. doing something with the self timer thing where I was like holding it really steady and like letting it do, I don't know. I don't even remember how I did the self timer. So by the time I swam back out and opened up my camera, I'm like looking at it and I'm just like, I don't even know how to turn the self timer off. <laughs> like, I have no idea what I'm doing right now. This now, for those great. who don't know, your your camera when it's in the water is in a water housing, yes. and so it's not as simple as just getting out and checking the camera. You've got to no. unscrew and unseal this water housing. Yes. yes. Not a small. Yeah. Idea. So it was. It's not because I rushed it. I didn't really wipe wipe it good enough so there was like a little bit of a streak inside the housing from the moisture in the air because it it was like really kind of like humid but cold so i was like okay well i'm just gonna swim out and finish this roll hopefully i get something i don't i don't necessarily think i did a really good job on this but this roll is more was more for like a test okay I just wanted to make sure, um, I, I kind of just wanted to see where I should rate it. And honestly, with the weather being the way it was, the overcast, that's kind of like what I was going for. So um, this will kind of give me an idea of what to expect with this stuff and see how degraded it is, if it's degraded at all. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. You just never know. You don't, You never so, do. Yeah. So honestly, if, if, if it was a roll for me to kind of mess up, I guess the first one is fine. Um, and then now I could be better prepared because I have like, I think four or five more rolls of, of uh, the Ilford Delta left, Ooh. which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. I like expired Delta a lot. What do you usually do with it? Uh, it depends on the age. Gotcha. Yeah. I can send you the pictures of the packaging. What I should do is just look at the packaging and see if I can figure it out. Oh, there should but I'm be assuming a... it's 90s if it's 220. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there should be an expiration date on the packaging. Uh, it's just individuals. I don't. I, I didn't see anything. Mm, it's not like yeah. in a box. Yeah, yeah. And you know Ilford, with their, they never do pro packs. I, I don't understand that. Well, they used to. It could have come in a pro pack. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why they don't do that anymore. I don't know. Ilford, if you're listening, which probably not, but if you are, Propax. Propax in 220. Thank you. I love you. Well, that would be nice. That would be nice. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I want to just give a shout out. There's so many people I should thank and I don't, I should make a list and I probably will. (laughs) I will. And I'll put it on my story because so many people have messaged me and helped me getting 220. I, I traded film for 220 and I just paid some people out and some people were just like nice enough to give it to me. Uh, so I am like locked and loaded and ready to go. I'm so excited. Um, I'm so excited that I'm bringing my spare camera because I'm afraid that I'm going to drown one of them. And I'm like, I am going to be shooting this film like regardless. So yes, I, I just like did a really nice deep clean of my housing and yeah, I'm just like kind of pumped dude, ready to go and get in the water and not get eaten by a shark. No, you you don't want to do that. Enough about my stuff. You went and shot some... You're like super goth these days, shooting graveyards and stuff. Well, I did. I I shot a graveyard maybe a month and a half ago, two months ago. And I like the photos from it. I did 4x5. I think totally 4x5 there. And I like the photos well enough. 
Actually, I quite liked a couple of them. But there was one that I just botched. And it wasn't like a super important photo to me. I botched the composition. It wasn't a super important photo, but I wanted to redo it. And so uh, I decided to just do everything in the RB. And I wanted to shoot... I wanted to shoot something, you know, interesting there. And I'd never shot the Kent mirror before, if it's just Kent mirror 400. But if it is ultra fine, obviously I've shot it before. But I wanted to shoot it and kind of figure it out and, and see what I think about it. So I loaded it up and it was Christmas Day. I was on my way to my friend Brad's house. He has an open house every Christmas. And I I open it and I close it every year. And that's kind of my thing. So I was on the, <laughs> on the way to his house and I knew I had to pass the cemetery. And so I did. And it was raining quite a lot. And so I'm glad I didn't do the 4x5. I'm not against shooting in the rain. Uh, I'm not, not against shooting large format in the rain. I do, just like maybe not a windy driving rain, which is what this, this kind of was. But I'm totally fine with taking the RB out in the rain. So I shot 10 shots in about five minutes. And nice. I duplicated. A little bit faster than 4x5, that's for sure. It, oh, it's a lot faster than 4x5. Uh, I, I did redo some of the shots. Uh, and I, when I got to the place, it was like a, like a, a small obelisk kind of stuck on the ground and then a base next to it and then a little tombstone and then a tree. And I wanted to shoot this in a new way with better composition, but I couldn't remember how I had done it before. So when I got there, I looked at it and I went, I don't see a composition here at all. So I just kind of wandered the tree and I shot maybe one or two shots there. But what it turned into was just, just me getting out. And shooting for the first time in like two months, and sometimes you just you, sometimes you just need to knock the rust off a little bit, right? Yeah, shake the cobwebs. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess so. I guess that's what the kids are saying these days. I don't know, but it, it was I, nice. I, well, I, mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, go on. Well, I was just about to say. I think the last time I shot at a graveyard was with you in Ferndale. Um. Yeah, that might be. That might I be. wonder if you would shoot it differently now, uh, now that you're like kind of a professional uh, graveyard shooter. Well, I'm not a professional <laughs> graveyard shooter, but I, I don't know. I mean, the difference between me, like my photography now, and my photography like two years ago is actually pretty drastic. So yeah. I probably would shoot it differently. Mm-hmm. Um. But I don't know. That's such a great cemetery to shoot. If anybody ever gets in the Ferndale, California area, and I realize they just had an earthquake not that long ago. Yeah. But if you get out there and you uh, check out the graveyard, it's just—it's honestly just a fun graveyard to, to walk around in. Great little yeah, town, so too. It's a great little town. Also, I just realized there's a film store inside, I think, a coffee shop there called... Uh, film film farm or farm film supply or something like that which is like completely amazing so of course i'm going to stop in there when i drive up there at the end of the month oh perfect i like going to film stores well, i wonder if they're going to have their bridge fixed like the little the main bridge in the town was <laughs> out i don't know yeah so you, you may out. have to go around the mountain yeah that's okay yeah so yeah I'm, you know there's a bunch of people that actually um maybe i should actually meet up with some people um so i'm excited to see my shots good i'm excited i I know that there's a couple that i'm really interested in um so when i was trying to figure out how to develop this i i had developed ultrafine 400 before i pushed to 1600 i used to develop that in hc 110 
And I thought, well, I could just do that. And so I wanted to just do something that was manageable time, something that I had. And all of the developers that I could find with uh, times for 1600 on the massive dev chart site uh, were like 25 minutes, 20 to 25 minutes in, in time. That's, and, that's a that's long time. For Kentmere? That's Kentmere 400 or, or, or Ultrafine 400, yeah. Um, like 510 Pyro, which is a developer we both really love. It is 25 yes. minutes. Whoa, that's yeah. quite some time. It is. And D76 at stock, 22 minutes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, even like the huh. Ilfords, like ID11 is uh, 20 minutes and Ilfosol 3, 1 plus 9, oh, is yeah. 27 minutes, which is the longest. Jesus. Yeah, that is. Rodinol, even what you were doing, Rodinol 1 plus 25. Which is a pretty strong, yeah. it's pretty strong dilution. Yeah, uh, that's is. also twenty-five. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's insane. The T Max developer. I'm trying to remember mm-hmm. what I shot with. So I used to shoot Kemir a lot in the Nikonos. I actually still have a bulk. I think some bulk left over of it. I actually have some Ultrafine four hundred as well in bulk nice. thirty-five. So I should probably get some of those in cans before my trip. But yeah, um, loved it. Love, 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 love. It was um, some of my some of my favorite and affordable uh, things I used to say in the beginning of the podcast. Like, dude, shoot Kentmere, go cheap, practice. Yeah, this is well. No, that's the thing. Uh, Kentmere is the cheapest emulsion you can buy right now, unless there's something on sale or something. Kentmere is the cheapest by like a dime or two. Mm-hmm. And it's a good emulsion. It isn't like yeah. like you're cheaping out and shooting no, some inferior emulsion. Not. You know, it isn't like yeah. this is a practice film or anything like that. Same same goes for Arista and Fomapan. Mm-hmm. If you know no, how to shoot it. it and if you know how to develop yes. it, they're good emulsions. And they get shit upon by, by some people who, who don't know better and some people who do know better but are just assholes. So Well, I think it's mostly just like... Uh, you know, brand, maybe pop brand loyalty stuff too, but a lot of people don't realize that some of these emulsions are made from the same company. It's, it's almost <laughs> just like the same thing with, with like, you know, getting um, a bag of cereal, you know, getting the like cheap bag of cereal that are like cinnamon square things. And so oh, CTC. <laughs> yeah. Some of the generics, most of the generic cereals aren't made by the major companies. Malto Meals is the only one that is. Malto Meals is owned by Post. And so if you buy like a Malto Meals like version of Cocoa Pebbles, it's the same exact Cocoa Pebbles that are in the Post regular like name brand box. Except you don't get Fred Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble on it. Bummer. Bummer. You do get a cute little dinosaur though. Yeah, dinosaurs are cooler anyways. Sorry. <laughs> it's true. It's amazing how many different how many different um names of film i guess are are, are film a pan right now mm-hmm. sure <laughs> well where are you as far as rinsing goes um about 30 seconds away from rinsing that's amazing we are like zero seconds away from commercial sign oh my gosh let's do it
Peter Frampton, the Bee Gees, Kiss, Linda Ronstadt. You'll find them all in one exciting magazine, Circus. In every issue, Circus reveals the truth about the incredible rock and roll scene. I'm Jerry Rothberg, editor of Circus Magazine, and I want you to read the toughest, timeliest, gutsiest magazine around. Circus Magazine shows you what rock is really all about, what's happening on stage, what's happening behind the scenes. You've heard the rumors, but do you know the facts? In-depth reporting about the new drug laws, the facts about birth control, candid interviews, color posters, the straight facts about stereos, guitars, and the new rock albums. Discover Circus now. Call now to start your subscription. Call this toll-free number now for your subscription to Circus Magazine, America's only rock and roll weekly magazine. Call 800-528-6050. That's 800-528-6050. Operators are standing by. All right. Well, we're back. We are. It's true. We are? We have washed. Yeah, gross. And washed and washed, and now it's time to look and see what we got going on. I just... Uh... I used PhotoFlow at the end of my last little rinse here, and I just pulled out the the eyedropper or the, the medicine dropper, and like a yeah. huge chunk of lint, like just gross <laughs> lint, just got sucked out of it. Oh, it's disgusting! It looks like <laughs> it looks like you just unclogged a drain that was oh, apparently floating in my in in my PhotoFlow. That's nasty. Delish. Oh, gross! Photography is so gross. <laughs> No, it can be. It can be really gross. <laughs> All right. So here is here is the moment of truth. I'll go first since I'm pretty sure about mine. Okay. And then you can go and you can you can see what's that. Oh, look, I got some photos. I've got negatives. This is spectacular. You can see some detail in the shadows. Quite a lot, actually. This is lovely. Oh, that's really dark. Okay. Oh, I like that. Okay. I'm 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 more or less happy. We will see, of course, later. Vanya, how about you? Alright, well, yes, I I definitely have pictures. Uh looks like my reel pushed up above the chemicals because I see that like one edge is slightly lighter, very like minimal, but and I put eight hundred uh, milliliters of water. So that's fucking cool. <laughs> this... Why? This does seem to be an ongoing issue. Oh my god, why can't I just fill it till it spilleth? <laughs> if there's if there's one thing that has been consistent through the past three years of dev parties, it is that. I know. But there's there's pictures. It's uh I'm not exactly sure. It's really hard to say as far as what they look like, but I'm very excited about future Eric and Vanya telling us all about it. Well, I I bet they will. They seem seem nice enough. Let's uh see so. if we can we can get them in. Alright. Alright. Uh future Eric and Vanya. Hello. Hello. Are we there? I think so. Ooh. I I feel like I'm here. Okay. I think I'm here too. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. It's working. I think it's working. I think it's working. <laughs> Oh, okay. so yeah, well, here we are in the future. Here we are. It's, How did your photos turn out? Um, not the best. Uh oh, <laughs> not very good. But I see what I'm capable of oh, with okay. this 
bill for Delta 400 that's expired. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, it doesn't look all that bad. I don't know what you're talking about. No, it doesn't. Um, I think I rated it at 200. Um, I might do something a little different. And I definitely need a yellow filter. Um, okay. Possibly. I would say, I mean, maybe, but I would shoot it at 100, maybe 50. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. It is very grainy, which is weird for Delta. But uh, yeah, but I did I did develop it in Rodinal and it is very old. And here's the thing with the expired film, you just never know what you're gonna you never it's know true. what you're gonna get. It's true. You don't know where the film was stored. Usually people can say that they've stored it cold stored. You just never know. And this was a gift. And I'm super thankful for it. So I appreciate it. And there's room for it in the artillery. <laughs> okay. I guess Just, you're launching it at people. Um, I, have you found them all in the faces? <laughs> have have you found that like things like 220 were mostly used by professionals? Yes. And one and 120 was for the most part too. People who really mm-hmm. cared about film. So of course. that's generally better generally stored I, better not always but, but generally usually yeah better than like and grandma's 35 millimeter film that's kind of rattling the rack back of her toyota corolla for you know a couple yeah decades. exactly it's it's definitely usually i get good good stuff i will say that when you start edging towards like 400 speed and then 800 oh it's when you see like a lot of disintegration oh yeah this drop real quick absolutely so Anything that's like a hundred or one like my favorite right now is one hundred uh, or one sixty Portra. Um, I get some beautiful stuff with that. Wow! And then also uh, the Ostia, the Fuji Rep. And oh that's yeah, yeah, that's old Fuji too. Chrome fifty or something. I shoot it at fifty, and then I just cross process it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have developed it like slide as well. It came out pretty blue. I kind of had to tone down the blues a little bit. And mm. so when I cross process, it kind of just seems to just be magic. Um, yeah. And so I kind of save those roles. But this black and white is great. Um, it's, I got, I got a bunch of, I think I have like six or seven rolls of it. So Holy shit. I have definitely a ton of room to play with it. And I am very excited. <laughs> So your first picture is of the pier. Yes. This is the Manhattan? Yes. Same old, same old. Same man- Actually, Manhattan Beach Pier in, in California. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Manhattan Beach Pier kind of facing, just looking. Uh, it's on the south side, mm-hmm. the better side. And oh. then um, the next one is me uh, just shooting in the water. And I really, really like this one. I shared it on my story and I think I'm just going to post it. I think um, so. I think you should. I love the pier above it. You can see like yeah. the lights and the, and the, and the, the lines going between the light posts. Yes. It's pretty, it's pretty great. It reminds me a little bit of the recording film that I shot. The oh, grain okay. in the recording film. Yeah. I can see that. I still have actually one roll of that stuff and I've been saving it. One of these days I'm going to shoot it. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's just the grain, the texture. It's just, it's gorgeous. And you know, when it's, 
when the waves are like wild and crazy like they were, uh, you tend to just get more dramatic shots because it doesn't look like a normal day. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. So very happy with that one. Uh, number three was uh, beautiful as well. Uh, it's got some shine. You could definitely tell that like my uh, my housing kind of had a little bit of not a it wasn't really cleared well and i did mention yeah you that did i did wipe it and it w- didn't do very good i actually ended up i have this cleaner polish stuff like plastic cleaner <laughs> and i just cleaned like the entire camera because i'm taking it up um next week and i just wanted to like give it a good clean and just lube it up and have it ready and this stuff is amazing it like cleaned it just so beautiful (laughs) really quick have you guys ever just had one of those days where you put on put it on shuffle and it was just fucking magic i feel like it hasn't happened in so long and i just had one of those days and it just song after song i was like yes oh my god and even some that were like yeah this is good and it works with the flow but if i skip it i'm gonna ruin the whole shuffle and it's not gonna be good anymore so i just kept going with it it was amazing well congratulations (laughs) i have not had a good shuffle day i don't really do a shuffle i don't really shuffle yeah i know you're weird i do albums i'll shuffle albums that's weird I kind of like start to finish sometimes. Well, it depends on the album. Well, yeah. No, no, I don't mean shuffle in between the. I mean, I don't mean like when you, when I listen to an album, it is the way it's supposed to, to be. Finish. Yeah, start to finish. But I will Good. shuffle like from one album to the next. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll have ran. That'll be random. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So last is uh, a shot of a surfer just like dropping in a wave. It just. It was one of the shots I I was really hoping that came out and you know it did. He I think asked me for my Instagram, so I will send it to him. Mm-hmm. Um I did tell him I'm like, hey, it's like expired film, so we'll see. <laughs> but I they were fun to shoot, so I'm hoping I can uh get out there again and see them. Oh, and what I was gonna say about um because I don't know if people shoot with Nikonos. I've been told that if you put like a mint in your mouth, like a lifesaver mint and lick the lens before you get into the water, it like helps with uh, water spots. So I will be uh, doing that a lot. (laughs) Okay. I'm not sure how that would work, but maybe it would. So give it a try. It's magic. And then you say abracadabra. Oh, perfect. All right. Enough of those. Let's, yours are like... (laughs) So crispy. <laughs> They're so beautiful. This is definitely some RB happening. Well, so tell yeah, us about it, it. it's it's very clearly the RB. Yeah, it's gorgeous. So this and is me testing the Kentmere film, and nice. I'm I'm still I'm still fairly certain it's the same emulsion as Ultrafine 400, but it does look very similar to it anyway. Okay. That said, I'm not. I'm not a real huge fan of these photos. It was incredibly overcast. Uh, but my shooting was maybe a little rusty, like we, we mentioned earlier. The first picture is uh, of, a, of a gravestone with some trees behind it. I don't know what I was really hoping for, but I love what the RB does to the grass that's in focus. 
Mm-hmm. I love that. There is one little like, I don't know if it's a flower or or what, it, like a weed next to the stone that's been very crisp focus. And then the stuff to the to the left of it is is there's like a line of it that's in focus right next to the stone, of course. So this stone was to uh, Bertha August, who is the daughter of Mr. and Mrs. Alonzo Willett. Mm. Um, she was, it looks like 11 years old, 10 years old, 10 months and 24 days when she died. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. It says age 10 years, 10 months, 24 days. It does. That's sad. Also our darling. That's so beautiful. Yeah. There's a lot of that. It's a uh, pretty, pretty sweet. So the next one is the one I, I talked about. I think I talked about it earlier. It's the obelisk that you can tell that the obelisk fell off of the base and then they just stuck the obelisk in the ground next to the base. Yeah. Um, I, I like this composition. I think there's, I think I could have gotten a little bit better. It was raining a lot. So I was, didn't have like a lot of time to really sit with it, but I had shot this before and I don't like the composition that I used before, but I, I think I like this. It's, it's at least something there. Yeah. I'd yeah. So. I could do something different, but I'd have to wait till I go, go back, I guess. I don't know. And the third one is uh, I, beautiful. I, it was one of the last ones I took and I knew that I was getting something. I think I should have done a little bit more with the composition. Maybe um, I would say, uh, because you asked me for my advice, of course. Of course. I would say that the denseness of the trees behind it is kind of perfect. And I think if you just angled it where um, it was it it looks like it's like bright and like the white on the top of the stone is so uh, vibrant yeah that if there was a if the background was more all dark i think it would make it pop even more yeah it's possible my my problem with it is the tree like the one the one discernible tree like yeah. right next to the stone and i i don't care for that and also it's not quite the center with a four by five, I would be able to, or even a tripod, I'd be able to kind of sit there and, and get it right, I think. But I do appreciate how low I shot to the ground, considering it was really fucking raining. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. I, I really like this shot a lot. Well, thank you. And the last one, uh, it's a, the picnic table. It's like the 1930s or 1920s picnic table that's in the, that, that's in the graveyard. Is it like CCCs maybe? It is not. It is just a private graveyard and they they put up a picnic table because you could have a picnic in the graveyard and that would be kind of nice. Yeah, I think I, I see that sometimes. Like people go for holidays and hang out with their loved ones. I think it's really nice. Yeah, I mean, it's it. you used to you used to play in the play or play in the playground. You used to play in the graveyard and the playground. You wouldn't really have a playground in the, in the graveyard, but you would have picnics there. I have a funny story when my my grandparents came here to the to this country for the first time from South America. My grandfather took my brother Paulo and Giorgio to play soccer at a park. And there was a park down the street, so he's like, "Oh, this is great." So he parked the car and they're just kicking the ball around and uh they didn't really say anything about it and he realized, "Oh, <laughs> this is a graveyard." <laughs> Yeah, people, that story gets tossed around sometimes. People would get upset about that, 
I mean, if you're hitting the stones and and things like that, of course, obviously. I think it was like the newer style where it's just the, you know, it's, there's no big gravestones. It's all kind of just on the ground flat. I strongly dislike those graveyards. Yeah, they're scary. And they're often very Catholic, like, which is odd because you think of Catholic and you think like large and gaudy, but Mm -hmm. these are just like the flat stones on the ground. And I don't, I don't understand why you would want that. Like you're paying a lot of money for this shit. So like, why do you want that? I know it's easier to mow. So yeah, I think that's probably why what it is. Yeah. Um, Also, it's like, I feel like the business of, (laughs) of graveyards and all that stuff, it's, it's ripping people off that are probably going through like the worst days of their lives ever. These aren't these, these cemeteries, they're not, they're not poor people's cemeteries. No, they're not. But like also the cost of getting one of those stones is so expensive compared to like if you wanted to actually get like a big giant one, it would cost you so much money. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see the difference in cost between different plots. But people want to go into these places like the the boring. And I think like the boring 1950s Catholics. That's my suspicion because they were boring. Well, there's a lot of places that have like family plots or they, yeah. it's already been paid for. So you already yeah. know where you're going, which is kind of weird, honestly. Yeah. I think my parents have plots that they've already bought. Oh, interesting. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think our, I think, I think our culture, I think culturally our views on how we're buried and where we're buried are changing pretty drastically and they have to, we're going to run out of room. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if I would like to just be like, you know thrown in the ground just you know in a ditch not even yeah just in a ditch and just bury me and just let me rot to death but it's probably not going to happen because you could probably get in trouble for that they they look poorly on that yeah they do i remember a couple years ago like near reno this guy wanted a like a specific type of burial like it was like some i don't know vikings funeral or something did you hear about that i have yeah (laughs) It's like my favorite story because they're just like, yeah, we're just going to like put a bunch of dynamite on this boat and we're going to blow this shit up. So there was like body parts like flying into people's boats and stuff. That's fucking amazing. I, I don't know if I heard the ending of that, but yeah, that that's uh, people want the Viking funeral. And uh, I, I understand <laughs> why that may not go over well with everybody. It does seem like a nuisance to a lot of yeah. the, the folks around there, but I don't know. I I, I don't know. I like... I like graveyards a lot and I like being able to go to a place and you have that one connection. This person's body is probably underneath you and, and, or at least, you know, these are older graves, you know, a few of their bones are still left and the, the ground there is made up of their decaying, you know, matter. I don't know. There's something, there's something like a connection there where I've been to other places where people's ashes have been scattered and I don't feel that same. That's totally cultural. You know, that's yeah. that's totally cultural. That's that's not a, a real thing. But I don't know. Well, I, I don't think I'd want to be buried in a cemetery, but I don't know. Maybe just find me like like a used stone. <laughs> and like, put me, can put you me, like get one? Is there like a goodwill for like gravestones? Oh, I mean, it can just be one that's already being used, but just put me like kind of on top of them. Or if you really want to dig oh. them up, put them under, put them under on the on the bottom of it. I and don't just, think be very happy on with the reverse they're dead that. on the reverse of the stone just just etch my name on it 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, you can do that. You can't do that. There's, well, there's, um, oh, I wish I would remember where this was. It's a very Catholic country. I, I don't remember if it was in Central America, but they had, you know, cemeteries that were overflowing. Yeah. And so what they would do is you'd, you'd get a- Double a, up. You'd, well, double up, triple up and all that, but you'd get a plot for like 30 years. Ah. Uh. And then- and then move on. You got to go. Kick rocks, because there's somebody else who needs this. Oh and I kind of like that. Yeah, no, I do too. It reminds me, the last time I was driving in Mexico, I had to take my, my friend lost her passport, so I had to take her back into town. We went on this full adventure, and they're like, you don't need directions. I'm like, no, dude, I, I remember how to get back. And I took like the wrong left turn, and I drove into a graveyard. <laughs> it was like dark, but like... Mexican graveyards are the fucking best. They're like so fun. They're colorful. There's like these little houses that they make. It's the way that they um, celebrate their family is oh, yeah. kind of amazing. I yeah. really, really like it. But it was really funny because they were like, oh my God, we're in the graveyard. <laughs> and it was like dark and scary and there's no lights anywhere because, you know, it's just like this super small like country town in Mexico. <laughs> And I like couldn't get out. It was great. It was wonderful. You apparently did get out eventually, though. I barely. Mm. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess that's uh, it for the Graveyard Podcast. I know. I think we need to start our own, like another podcast about just like graveyards. Yeah, that seems like a great idea. Oh, dude, there's this chick that like cleans gravestones. Have you seen her? No. Okay. There's like, uh, I think she's on TikTok, but okay. she might be on Instagram too. Um, and she goes around and she cleans gravestones and she does it like properly. Like she uses like specific types of like things to not ruin stuff. And actually with time and sun, uh, the marble kind of like gets the color back and brightens up. And so she'll go like visit <laughs> these gravestones that she's cleaned and it's kind of amazing like bringing them back to life like things that are just completely like covered and it's 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 really neat yeah i think spick and span has like a whole line of gravestone cleaners no way i, I, I why no i'm joking oh i was like <gasps> okay. let's put you to bed let's send it back to the past okay <laughs> thank you so much future eric and vanya that was very enlightening, as usual. It's always nice to hear from, from you, too. They can be kind of, of dicks sometimes, though. <gasps> oh, sorry. Are we on mic? Yeah. Oh, man. They are great. Yes. I love them to Very. death. Oh, they're just wonderful. Peaches. Well, <laughs> peaches. They're peaches. Absolutely. Well, well, it looks like we are uh, at the end, my friend. Yes, we're cleaning up, putting some chemicals away. Trying not to drink anything. It's, it's a real peaceful, zen-like time of developing. Yes. Our negatives are hung by the chimney with care. And uh, I guess that's it. Yep. So did you have a good time? I had a great time. Oh, I'm good. excited to get these scanned. I am very excited to scan these as well. It was... it The look and the feel is when I, when I brought the... The, uh, the Kim wipes that we use to kind of squeegee off the extra water from the film. When I brought those down, it really felt like ultra fine. Nice. It had that like very smooth feel. So, Wonderful. 
I think it is. And if it's not, I'm okay with that too. I'll just pretend it is. Okay, with that noise, let's call it. Thank you all, all right. so very fucking much for listening. We, uh, I guess this is happening, this is the first episode out in the new year, so we wish you a Merry New Year. Uh, we love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Everything will be alright. We are here to help you.